prophet Daniel was chosen by God to foretell end times events, and a prophetic seal was put on the book bearing his name. Today, is the book of Daniel unsealing before our very eyes? Are his prophecies coming true? Find out straight ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith and world events surrounding Israel. The book of Daniel, written over 2,500 years ago, contains some of the most detailed and well-known prophecies in the Bible. The defiling of the temple in an act known as the abomination of desolation, the 70 weeks of Daniel in chapter 9, and the future rise of the Antichrist before the end of the age. Here with insight on this amazing book and how to understand prophecies that are yet to be fulfilled, please welcome back teacher and author of over 70 books, Dr. Ron Rhodes. Well, I'm really, really glad you're back again because we had to stop yesterday at a very important point, the 70 weeks of Daniel. But before we go back there, sure. set up for those who didn't watch the program yesterday the importance of the book of Daniel. You've written over 70 books, started with Genesis, which was logical. You then tackled Revelation. We've had you on for both of those. Yes. And then you made the decision to go to Daniel. Why Daniel? Well, I think that Daniel has a lot to say to us today as Christians. And, you know, I think it's sad that Christians mostly read the New Testament. Don't get me wrong. We need to spend a lot of time in the New Testament. But we really rob ourselves and we make our faith deficient by not focusing on Old Testament books like the book of Daniel. Because I believe that Daniel can show us a lot about how to live today, even though the book was written long, long ago. He teaches us how to live in a society that is growing towards paganism. He teaches us how to have faith in the midst of difficult circumstances. He teaches us how to have joy in the midst of what would otherwise seem to be a very painful kind of a life. After all, he was in captivity. But in, even in the midst of those dark circumstances, he maintained this powerful relationship with God. And Jonathan, I think the Christians are hurting today. I think a lot of Christians have financial problems and health problems and they're struggling and there's just so much bad news in the world today. Doesn't it make sense to study a book that's going to make you feel like your faith is enhanced and that you can tackle anything with God's help? Absolutely. That's, and that's the, and the, the whole concept of, uh, in Daniel of the living God. Yes. The God who delivers, the God who's present in the furnace. We talked about that yesterday. We need radical commitment today to the living God. I promise you it's life-changing. Uh, you know, if, if you want to get your faith back on track, if you want to get excited about your faith, study Daniel. This is the kind of guy that we need to learn from. I know that when I wrote the book, I, I became very excited just by studying different aspects of Daniel. And, and I, I already know a lot of theology, but when I started to look at the person of Daniel and how he lived day to day in the midst of what would otherwise be considered by most people to be really dark circumstances, I just found it totally enlightening. I do too. And friends, we need Daniels today. We need people who will shed the culture and live for God, the living God, in yeah. the midst of a culture that's becoming very adverse to biblical worldviews yeah, or biblical I think, values. I think a lot of Christians today are kind of shying away 
from, from being witnesses of God. The way that one person put it is we have a lot of secret agent Christians today who have never blown their cover. That's probably true. And well, it's, it's not very popular it, anymore, is it? Not, it's not politically look at college correct. college campuses. It's not politically and, correct. Standing with Israel today, it's no, right. it's no longer popular. You know, someone said that a lot, of, a lot of Christians today have a hideous disease known by its Latin term, non rockabotus We need to have Christians who are willing to turn their face against the cold, harsh wind of political correctness and tell the truth in the name of Jesus. And we learn how to do that from people like Daniel. Very, very relevant. Uh, Daniel is also a dreamer. Oh, yeah, Joseph, sure. he had a lot of dreams. Talk about Daniel's dreams, and then we'll get into uh, the 70 weeks again, because well, you know, that's where we uh, left off. Daniel is apocalyptic literature, and apocalyptic literature is often uh, characterized by a lot of symbolism. So we learn things from symbols. We learn a lot of prophetic truth from symbols. And so when you talk about Daniel's dreams, he had one dream that talked about then-existing uh, nations, or, or nations that would soon uh, come into being, and then he also talks about the distant end times. And all of that is encapsulated within a dream. So, for example, he talked about various animals. He talked about a lion with two wings. That refers to Babylon. The lion is strong. And two wings indicates it's, it's mobile and can go very, very quick. But uh, then he goes on to talk about a, um, a big bear. You know, a big bear that's kind of reaching up on one side. That refers to the, uh, the Medo-Persian Medo Empire. The Medes and the Persians conquered Babylon. And then he talks about another country by the name of the Greek Empire under Alexander the Great. And that's represented by a leopard with four heads. Why four heads, you ask? I'll tell you. It's four heads because the leader of, of the Greek Empire, the Greek army, Alexander the Great, died very young. And then four generals took over. His territory was divided into four different sections with each general taking one aspect of that. And then you have this terrifying, horrible-looking creature that represents the Roman Empire. By the way, let me add, this is the point, whether, whether you uh, date Daniel early, 6th century B.C., or late, 1st or 2nd century, right. this is where you cross a line into very clear supernatural prophecy with Roman beyond, I think earlier. Well, but yes. clearly here. Absolutely, especially when you're, when you're talking about the, uh, the, the, the end times. You know, this, this last creature ends up having ten horns on it. And you might wonder, what are those ten horns? Well, you've seen a horned animal before. And very often, animals can use a horn as a, as a weapon. And so horns came to represent power. And eventually, it became a symbol of kings and kingdoms. And so when this, this ferocious-looking beast has ten horns, that represents a revived Roman Empire in the end times that has ten nations that, that is a part of it. In other words, it's a ten-nation confederacy that will be ruled by the Antichrist. And that's what Daniel is talking about. And you know what? Now, let, me, let me just ask this because okay. uh, I, I've been a believer a long time. Sure. We were waiting for the European Union to hit that number 10. But it went 10, 11, 12. I think Greece put it over and, and, and so on. There's people that have become disenchanted with that understanding. Right. How, how will we see that shaped? Well, let me just say, in terms of uh, interpretive methodology, what you don't want to do is take your newspaper and then force that onto the scriptures. What you want to do is to understand the scriptures first, because the scriptures have primacy. And once you understand what the prophetic scriptures teach, then you become an accurate observer of the world and watch for legitimate correlations between the two. 
My policy interpreting prophecy is pretty simple. When the plain sense makes good sense, seek no other sense, lest you end up in nonsense. <laughs> so does that advice. make sense? It's good advice. <laughs> and by following that kind of a methodology, what we want to do is to wait and observe what's taking place in Europe, and we'll watch and see how a United States of Europe begins to emerge. Now, biblically speaking, it does seem like there's going to be a shift in the balance of power from the United States over to the United States of Europe. And just because the European Union might have more countries now doesn't mean that when all of this comes to fruition, there won't have 10 nations Well, we've clearly seen a shift of power from the United States. That's right. So and even, sadly in our, we're even in our own country, we've moved from uh, a position of national sovereignty more towards a position of globalism which really sets the stage for the end times. It, it, it really does. And I hate to say it, uh, Jonathan, but we've also taken steps away from Israel. We, we have, which is very unfortunate yeah. and uh, a, a dire uh, result to, to, to America. Sure, based on the Abraham We're, we're going to come back with that, and then we're going to talk about, a, about Daniel chapter 9, 70 weeks that um, actually will be completed uh, before Messiah returns uh, and very relevant for us today. We've got to take a quick break. When we return, there's lots more with prophecy expert Dr. Ron Rhodes. Stay with us. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world in helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe. The Lemba, this faithful yet forgotten people, have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a new and insightful resource by End Times expert, Dr. Ron Rhodes, 40 Days Through Daniel. The prophetic book of Daniel can oftentimes be challenging to understand. With Dr. Rhodes' book, he has simplified Daniel by breaking it down into 40 daily readings. With easy to understand commentary on each verse, you'll be astonished as you start to see how prophecy is unfolding before our very eyes, how God's prophetic timeline is moving forward and what it means for you. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $80 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and this beautiful woven tapestry featuring the Lion of the tribe of Judah on a white star of David. This tapestry, which is perfect for hanging in your living room or dining room, is a wonderful reminder that Yeshua, Jesus, is the mighty lion who will protect, love, and bless his people. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, 
Time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. We're back with popular author Dr. Ron Rhodes, and he's written a new book. In fact, it's so new, it's literally hot off the press. It's called 40 Days Through Daniel. First time you've seen this. First time actually. I've seen it. So we're glad to be offering it today. I'm and glad I came. I'm glad you did too. Yeah. And it looks like a fantastic book. I've read part of it already. Uh, Daniel is one of my favorite books. Oh, me too. Uh, because it's me very too. relevant for today. We learned so much from it. We him. learned so much. You made a comment I want to pick up with, though, about turning away from Israel yeah. as a country. And that's part of our mandate at Jewish Voice is to help Christians understand that Israel is an important part of our faith, our relationship with God, and Genesis 12 is still in effect. Talk about the, that issue. I think it's an extremely dangerous thing to turn away from support of Israel. And I say that primarily because of the Abrahamic covenant. You know, God told Abraham that those who bless you, I will bless. But those who dishonor you, those who curse you, I will curse. Now, I believe that America is in a dangerous place right now. It's not just in terms of America's sin, which is bad enough, but I think that we've seen progressive steps away from supporting Israel. And I hate to say this, Jonathan, it scares me to say it because, you know, I've always loved this country. But when you get to the book of Revelation, and especially in terms of talking about Armageddon, that great series of battles at the end of the tribulation period, we are told that all the nations of the earth and all the kings of the earth join against Jerusalem. Now, all the kings of the earth would have to include the United States. One of those things that you read and, and, and hope doesn't come to pass, but we're faced with the reality well, of here's, that Here's too. what I think is going to happen. I think that um, the, the supporters of Israel right now are Christians, and, and not even all Christians. There are some Christians that buy into this replacement theology, which is just so dead wrong. But once the rapture of and, the church and BDS, takes place, the boycott of Israeli products, one oh, large no, denomination sure. just came out uh, with this agreeing with this boycott. Uh, terrible. It is terrible. Just terrible. But you know, when the rapture takes place, when all the Christians are taken off the earth and go to be with the Lord in the air, that means all the Jewish supporting Christians have been removed from the United States, and I think it's at that point that we're going to see a fast slide towards a lack of support for Israel. And I also think that anti-Semitism is going to increase geometrically. Yeah. Let's jump to this to, to focus in on a very specific uh, passage of Scripture, Daniel yes. chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, which is absolutely an incredible prophecy about 70 weeks. Help us understand that. Well, you know, some people think you have to be a math scholar to understand the 70 weeks because it's 70 weeks of years. So that's 70 times 7, which is like 490. And you, there's mention of 7 weeks and then 62 weeks and then the last week. So a lot of people look at that and they go, what on earth is going on there? Basically, it comes down to this. If I might simplify it, please. From the, in the first 69 weeks, that measures a time of 483 years. And it measures the time span from the decree to rebuild Jerusalem up till the first coming of the Messiah. Now, when Jesus entered into Jerusalem on the donkey, with all the people having palm branches and singing Hosanna, Hosanna uh, you know, to God in the highest, that was, to the day, 483 years after the decree 
to rebuild wow. Jerusalem. By the way, let me say this as a J Jewish believer yes. in Jesus. It's amazing that it dates the coming of the Messiah because Judaism yeah. today is based on a different concept of Messiah. In fact, I think that was an issue back in the time of Jesus. Uh, the Messiah would deliver us from the tyranny of Rome, but it specifically dates the that's time right. the Messiah comes. It's in an fact, incredible I, messianic prophecy, and it's in your scripture. That's right. I was talking to a skeptic who became, uh, he, he lost his skepticism and became a believer as a result of that prophecy. You know, nobody got, but God could have declared that. It had to come before the destruction of the temple. That's right. And, and, and of course, it's also foretold uh, after the 69th week that not only would the Messiah be cut off, but that Jerusalem would be destroyed and then hardship would come upon the Jewish people. So I want to point out three specific things that I see there. One, the Messiah would have to come before the destruction of the temple. Then Daniel tells us the Messiah will die, but not for himself. It'll That's be right. an atoning death. That's right. So we see the Messiah directly connected to the suffering servant of Isaiah 53 and Psalm 22. And then the third thing that Daniel prophesies is that the temple will be destroyed, happened in 70 AD. That's right. Stunning. And uh, another verse is Zechariah 12:10, which says that the Messiah will be pierced for our sins. And the word, this, this is like hundreds of years before Roman crucifixion was even in style. Okay? Stunning. And, and it is stunning. And so uh, even in the Old Testament, it was to be a substitutionary death. That's what it's pointing toward. And of course, the Passover lamb is, is a type of the coming Lamb of God, who was to take our place. And so I love the way that Martin Luther put it, Lord, you have taken what is mine, my sin, so that you could give me what is yours, your salvation. Beautiful. See, that's the substitutionary Beautiful. atonement. All in Daniel 9, 24 through 27, but also specifically talks about a remaining week, which that's is where right. we get the seven-year tribulation That's the 70th from. week, and it refers to uh, the seven-year tribulation period, and it will begin when the Antichrist signs a covenant with Israel. So 69 weeks have been, take us to Jesus entering Jerusalem. That's right. There's going to be a week. gap. There's going to be a gap between the 69th and the 70th week. It's a long gap. And the thing that we're waiting for is the signing of that covenant. I'm planning on being raptured out of here before that happens. But, uh, you know, the fact is, that there's going to come a time when this leader of a revived Roman Empire signs a covenant with Israel. And that marks a seven, the beginning of a seven-year countdown up to the coming of Christ. And of course, the scriptures are very clear there that the uh, the first couple of the first half of the tribulation, uh, the Jewish temple will be enforced, and there's going to be sacrifices that are allowed in the Jewish temple. But halfway through the tribulation, I have to talk to you later about how you believe that'll come about. That's going to be a very that's a very interesting it, issue. It is looking at the Dome of the Rock now and Israel yielding that that area to. Well, you know, there's going to be the an Muslims. Ezekiel invasion into Israel. And guess who takes out the Ezekiel invaders? It's God himself. We'll have you back again tomorrow. Okay. I really encourage you to get uh, Dr. Rhodes' book. It's called 40 Days Through Daniel, Revealing God's Plan for the Future. There's more Jewish Voice just ahead. We'll be right back. Make a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burness and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The 
rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Vernus under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Jewish Voice has a mandate. It's found in Romans 1.16 to proclaim the good news of Jesus as Messiah to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. We travel around the globe providing life-saving medical aid, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries to Jewish people and their neighbors in desperate need. And often in the course of helping someone else, we end up being blessed ourselves. Recently, I traveled to Israel and I met a group of Holocaust survivors whose amazing stories of survival deeply touched me. And I think they'll touch you as well. Take a look. This was the daily ration of bread in Birkenau for one person in the lager in the concentration camp. It was all that they received for it per day. И спросил, кто может меня, записали его номер. Я уже не был в лагере, меня и, и он идет с этим хлебом, спрашивает, кто может меня спасти, я дам эту порцию хлеба. Many survivors came right after the Holocaust in the late 40s, early 50s. They're the ones that helped to build this country, and many of them are very well off. But there's a specific group that are being overlooked by the government. Who are they? they, are the, they this is the last wave of Holocaust survivors and they are emigrants from ex-Soviet Union. As we know it was an iron curtain and the Russian government, Soviet government at the time, didn't allow them to, to go out. So when it finally happened in 1990-1991 they were part of this Aliyah. And some of them were, that time, it was 20 years ago, still able to start to work. But the youngest one, who are just right now, we call them children of Holocaust, it's last generation, they came a little bit too late. Right now we have more than 180,000 Holocaust survivors in Israel. There is tens of thousands that are living below the poverty line. Even the government of Israel uh, doing the best, it's not enough. Jewish Voice opened the very first of its kind free dental clinic for Holocaust survivors. Maria was one of the first visitors on the day the doors opened. No, she said, I don't know if he can do it, he's not. Of course he can do it. Kanyeshna. <laughs> We've all fallen in love with Maria. <laughs> and we're going to escort her into the show to get some really nice teeth. Okay. Maria is very special to us. For those of you that have stood with Jewish Voice, this is the kind of investment you're making in 
people's lives, people like Maria who have suffered so long and so much and yet we have an opportunity now, she's 87 years old and we have an opportunity now to give her a whole new outlook on life and show her, not just tell her, but show her that there's people like you that care about her and that makes all the difference in the world. Ready? All right. In addition to dental care, one of the most common needs for these elderly Holocaust survivors is eyeglasses. Most of them can't afford eye exams and glasses, so they are unable to read and engage with the world around them. Jewish Voice can provide free glasses to help restore the joy of sight to the lives of those who have suffered so much. I remember uh, two days ago when uh, Jewish Voice were, were delivering the gla glasses and one happy man at the beginning, he was very serious and then he put it, he said to me, now I can see everything and everybody. For more information on what you can do to help, you can contact us at the number on your screen or go to jewishvoice.tv. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a new and insightful resource by End Times expert, Dr. Ron Rhodes. 40 Days Through Daniel. The prophetic book of Daniel can oftentimes be challenging to understand. With Dr. Rhodes' book, he has simplified Daniel by breaking it down into 40 daily readings with easy to understand commentary on each verse. You'll be astonished as you start to see how prophecy is unfolding before our very eyes, how God's prophetic timeline is moving forward and what it means for you. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $80 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and this beautiful woven tapestry featuring the Lion of the tribe of Judah on a white star of David. This tapestry, which is perfect for hanging in your living room or dining room, is a wonderful reminder that Yeshua, Jesus, is the mighty lion who will protect, love, and bless his people. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. I want to thank you for watching today. Dr. Ron Rhodes, author of 40 Days Through Daniel, 
We'll be back again tomorrow, so be sure to join us. So I leave you today, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 promises that those who love Israel and pray for her will prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Berna saying shalom and God bless you.